0: Welcome to Nothing Makes Perfect, a podcast about practice. I'm Jeremy, and today's episode is gonna be a little bit different. I'm the only one here today, no guest, and I'm gonna share three ideas about success in practice. Idea number one, you get to define What is a successful attempt? So let's take shooting a basketball. You walk onto a basketball court, grab a ball, and try to throw it in. There's a really obvious standard of success. In a game, right, in the sport of basketball, it has to go into the rim or else it doesn't count. So the sport has defined success. But in practice, you can define it however you want. So for instance, let's say I'm teaching my niece how to play basketball for the first time, that might be a crazy standard. So what if instead I hand her a ball and I say, hey, can you throw it so that it touches any part of that big object, right? It could hit the backboard or the rim, it could touch the net. If it touches anything at all, it counts. It's successful. And if it misses entirely, it's not, right? It's still a game. There's still something to be practiced. But the standard makes more sense for her. Whereas if I hand her the ball and I say, hey, there's this sport, you have to get the ball in, and she misses and misses and misses, after a few times, she might choose a different activity, right? So I've made the standard a little more lenient to make it accessible and productive. Now we could also go in the other direction. This doesn't have to just be a nice way to make things easier. I could define a stricter standard of success. So let's say I'm coaching a professional basketball player now. I might say, you don't have to only get it in, but it has to be a swish. The ball can't touch anything other than the net on the way down. right? So now we've taken some that would normally count, some shots that go in, but they touch the rim or backboard. Those don't count anymore. So when you get into your game, into your competition, those will count. But for this practice, it has to be a swish. So you may or may not care about basketball, but you can apply this to any skill. How can you make a more lenient standard of success, and how can you make a stricter standard? And then, ultimately, how can you make use of them? The second idea is, what do we do after we actually experience some success in practice? So let's say you've been working hard, and you have a breakthrough. You set a personal record, something like that. What do you do after success? Let's use handstands as an example. So you kick up, fall down, kick up, fall down. Anyone who's practiced handstands is very familiar with this part of the process. But then maybe you get a little bit of coaching. You learn some drills you can do against the wall. Maybe you get a spotter. And then there's that breakthrough moment. You kick up, you hold it for a couple of seconds, you freak out in your mind, and then you come down. Huge success, right? Congratulations. I don't mean to take that away from you. But here's what I don't recommend. Thinking, now I can do a handstand for a couple seconds. So when I go back and kick up next time, it'll be a couple seconds, and the time after that, and the time after that. In reality, the next time you might fall right over. So instead of expecting more success, I'd recommend following up success with more of the process that got you there. If you expect more success, you throw out all that practice, and you tell yourself, great, now I'm someone who can do a handstand for a couple seconds, you're bound to be disappointed when reality comes along. But if you look at what got you there, what worked well for you, and you commit to more of that process, sure, the next one might not go so well, and the one after that, and then there will be a great one, and then a not-so-good one, but if you keep putting time into that process, you know that more success will come, right? It's inevitable. So again, you may or may not care about handstands, but think about any skill where you've had a bit of success. How can you commit to more of the process that got you there? The third idea is that learning is not the same as performance. So let's take a look at weightlifting. If I'm having a good day, I'm lifting the weights that I'm used to, maybe I'm even setting personal records, I can see in numbers. Like, hey, today I lifted 110 kilograms for the first time. It was awesome, right? If I'm having a bad day, I'm like, oh, I expected to be able to hit 100, but I'm down here, I can't even hit 90 today. What's going on? My performance is so bad, right? That's the performance. It's it's visible to an outsider. Someone can see how well someone is performing or not in their practice. But we can't see whether someone's learning or how much they're learning. So you could be having a great day but not learning much, or a, quote, bad day, but learning a lot. And learning is what predicts long-run performance, right? If you learn a little bit about weightlifting day in and day out, and let's say you practice three to five days a week for 10 years, of course, if you learn over all that time, your performance is going to go up, right? It's, it would be crazy to think that you could learn day after day after day, and not see an increase in performance. But if we just look at performance, we're going to see it going up and down and up and down, and who knows where that's going to lead. So it's easy to attach ourselves to the performance, again thinking of it as a good day or a bad day, but I'd recommend thinking, hey, am I learning something today? If you're having a frustrating day but you learn a little bit, that's huge. You can take that into next time. And on the flip side it might not sound as nice but if you're having a great day and the numbers are flying but you're not learning very much that might not help you down the road so to review we've got three ideas number one you get to define a successful attempt number two when you do experience success in practice don't follow it up with the expectation of more success rather Follow it with more of the process that got you there. And finally, number three, learning is not the same as performance. And if you're looking for a successful practice, I recommend focusing on the learning. I hope at least one of these ideas was helpful. Feel free to let me know. Send me a message. If none of them were helpful, definitely send me a message. Be like, Jeremy, that was a huge waste of my time. I want it back. And I'll see what I can do in a couple of weeks with our next episode.